We offer these podcasts freely and your support really makes a difference. To make a donation, please visit patreon.com slash Ozkan Ozlem. Hello everyone, it's Özlem Özkan, your host from Amsterdam. Welcome to the Bridging Podcast. In my search of being the best version of myself, I create this podcast. I go in conversation with people from all over the world. We talk about the narrative in our heads, meditation, goal setting, habits, consciousness, self-awareness and many other things about personal growth. Join me. You can hit the button to follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn in the episode notes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new episode of the Bridging Podcast. I am here together with Craig Constantin. Did I say your name right? Whatever, just don't call me late for dinner. Con- I always say Constantine with a long E, but I think actually it should be Constantine. But, you know, my grandparents chose the pronunciation. But anyway. Okay, welcome to the Bridging Podcast, Greg. Thank really you. nice having you here, where we will talk about deep listening and why it is so important to listen to each other and to someone. But first of all, can you please introduce yourself? Um, yeah, born helpless, naked and alone. I eventually learned to overcome these difficulties. <laughs> I hate introducing myself. I, I will just say that my vision is a world where everyone can flourish. And my mission is um, creating better conversations, not just for me, but for among other people uh, to spread understanding and compassion. So I love to talk. That's a problem, but I love to really listen to people. And I particularly love when I see other people doing the thing that I love doing. So when I see other people having great conversations or picking up tricks, um, I've got a million projects, you know, done a ton of stuff on the internet and I have a personal website at constantine.name and I have a podcasting community on, I have a bunch of podcasts and yeah, lots of stuff. So Greg and I, we met each other on the podcasting workshop where he was actually uh, a mentor and I think he's still a mentor for uh, new podcasters. This was actually almost two two years ago, not almost, exactly two years ago. I think you are right. And um, did you have the bridging podcast when you came in or did you? I feel feel like you see because I'm going, oh, this is so meta Uh, because I remember when you started talking about bridging and everybody, there's there's a bunch of coaches and and others of us who volunteer and we were listening to you start that up and we're like, that's that's actually really cool. Like, and and you're actually really good at that. And it was like, it was so neat to see that launch. And now I'm like, well, this is meta. Now I'm on the show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what episode are you on? What number are you on? Episode 48 we already awesome. have published. And this is most probably going to be episode 49. Oh, I think that's so, awesome. I know, as you know, that podcasting is a lonely place, right? You're just talking mm-hmm. to your screen and talking to your mic most of the time. So I like to take any opportunity I can to say, Aslam, that's awesome. Congrats on getting all the way to 50. That's awesome. Sorry. Oh, thank you so much. But anyhow, we have met at this podcasting workshop, but you you have three podcast shows, right? Is this true? Or maybe uh, four? Yeah, at the, at the moment, yes. Yeah, I have three. I had one previously and then I killed it because it wasn't as cool as I'd hoped. Um, but yeah, I have one podcast which 
the one that I started, the one that I fell into the podcasting rabbit hole, <clears throat> excuse mm-hmm. me, and that one is called Movers Mindset. Mm-hmm. It's just moversmindset.com. Uh, it's like 120. We actually stopped numbering the episodes for complicated reasons. There's 120 of those, and mostly they're long-form conversations. And mm-hmm. I started doing those because I was having cool conversations, and people said, you should record them. Yeah. Uh, and that's that started in t- the beginning of 2017. And then I have two other ones that are that kind of started as experiments. I have one which is called Little Box of Quotes, which is coming up on 700 daily episodes. I don't 700? Know is, 700. The, <laughs> is the streak? Is the streak? Oh, yeah. But I batch the work. So I do them in sets. I'll, I'll sit down and I'll do like a week or two of them in one shot. They're short, 30 seconds, 60 seconds at most. And it's me reading quotes. Um, and I did it as an experiment, which I could go into, but I started it almost two years ago and I have plenty more quotes that I've collected. So I'm going to make it to a thousand without a problem. So that's the second show, which is just inspirational stuff. And then the third one, um, is kind of like another experiment, which is I started a community for people who are passionate about creating podcasts. Mm-hmm. And of course they all like their podcasters. So they love hearing each other. So I started basically pointing mics at the other podcast creators. So sometimes it gets really meta. Um, I can't off, off the top of my head recall what you and I talked about in your episode, but like it's super fun to get to hang out. And in that show, I have a very short format. It's 20 minutes of recorded and I try to stop at 20 minutes. So I have three different shows, but they're really each of them kind of scratches a different itch or like is my way of trying to do something slightly different. So I always say, I'm a, hi, I'm Craig, so I have a podcast. What, <laughs> what, 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 is, what is that podcast called? Because you already said Movers oh, Mindset, Little Box So the third quotes. one is called Podcaster Community. Mm-hmm. Um, and even I forget sometimes whether there's an S in there. I'm pretty sure it's singular, Podcaster Community. Um, and it's really meant to be, most people play it in their web browser. They go to the platform that, where the community mm-hmm. is, and then they click play in the embedded player. But people are also listening in normal podcast players as well. But most of the people listening to that are like, you know, I'm broadcasting to a group of know, 150 people who are in the community. And it's, so it's all like, I just keep interviewing, you know, who do you want to hear? And then it's, it's really neat because some people we know, you know, I'm saying we, because you know these people too. Yeah. Some people we know really well, but then when I get them on the show for 20 minutes and I say, what do you want to talk about before I press record? And they go, well, I really want to talk about magic, but I don't think your listeners are going to, I'm like, stop, we're talking about magic. And we record <laughs> and then we do this show, which is so much not what everybody else was thinking it was going to mm. be. Um, so that, it's that's a lot what of I love fun. about that show. I yes. felt it, it was it was Thank a you. lot of fun, and you know, it's like you know, I think it's also unedited. We we <laughs> chat about a <laughs> I certain call it a street topic. race. Yes, there's no, there's no. I go, hello, I'm Craig Constantine, and the guest goes, hi, I'm on, mm. and then we're off. There's no, I don't introduce, you don't introduce yourself. We just talk for 20 minutes. At the end, I go, and we're done, and like it ends. No yeah. editing. There's no intro, outro. Very, very authentic. So, but when we when we look at the first episode, eh, not episode, first podcast you made, two thousand seventeen, you started mm-hmm. the Movers Mindset, one hundred twenty episodes, and you s- mentioned about like having a great conversation, especially in these times now we are living in, where mm-hmm. we know where are so many different viewpoints of different topics in the world. You know, you know there. Are always different viewpoints about different things but especially now during the pandemic i don't know exactly how it is in the usa i know you're based in the us but in europe you know i feel like there is a division between uh people um 
Yeah, which course of action? Be, yeah, what, well, how, would, what should we do? Right. Well, now with the pandemic, shall we take the vaccination? Shall we not? If we don't take the vaccination, are we crazy people? You know, even mm. there's a word in Holland, unfortunately, for the people that are not vaccinated. Or, you know, if you are vaccinated, there's also a judgment about that. You know, why is it so important, you think, that we have a good conversation with each other well it comes down to human connection right that's the whole um i, I was just watching an episode of a show and they were the two characters were in a zoom call that lasted like six hours like they were basically doing their first date on a zoom call and they were talking about do you remember back in the you know when we were kids in the 70s and 80s really how was a telephone and you used to like lay on the phone, you know, so you didn't have to hold it. And you would just hear this other person's voice. And there's a human connection aspect there that you, you just don't get that if your interactions are too short. So if I say, you know, uh, first date, Aslam, let's go for a cup of coffee. Well, automatically we're thinking, yeah, 45 minutes. I mean, if a cup of coffee takes six hours, this is a little weird. People are going to like want us to get off their tabletop because other customers. So there's, there's an aspect of human connection, which is so critical that if one doesn't get any of that, that's bad. Like solitary confinement is like a form of punishment for a reason. It's the removal of the interaction. So that I think remains just as important as it was before the pandemic. And I think now everybody else says it's like, yes, we, we now we get it. <laughs> we totally agree with that idea. And that's not my idea. That's I think human connection is self-evident and I've read that who knows where, but that's not my idea. Um, I think that podcasting is particularly special because it's so intimate because it's the audio and that's what was the magic of the old, you know, laying on the telephone, talking to somebody at, you know, 10 o'clock at night was the intimacy of the sound and uh, because it's right in your ears and knowing, um, podcasting is kind of weird because you and I can hear each other and nobody else can hear us until you publish it. Then, you know, who knows how many people can hear it. So this has a little bit of a vicarious people can be listening in kind of thing, but generally it's just you and I, just me in your ears and you in mine. So I think that's, that's a big part of it is the intimacy of the sound that you get um, combined with the need for personal connection. So I hear you saying uh, many <clears throat> times human connection, human connection. I think, you know, that is like also as you know, human beings, we need that. We need connection, yes. you know, in whatever that way is, if it's either it's digital or life, you know, I prefer always life. Uh, how do you make sure when you have a good conversation with your guests and most probably you also practice it in your daily life, because if you have made 120 episodes, podcast episode, you do it automatically. How do you make sure that the, your guest or the person you talk to feels I am connected to the person. And I, and I just want to yeah. say, of course, you are not the only one, only one that controls that this person feels the connection, but you also have, a, a, a you can also add something there, right? You know, yes. how do you make sure that the person feels, oh my God, he listens to me. And, you know, I, I feel a, a <laughs> deeper connection than just hello how are you how are you yeah, my barista, <laughs> right. well um okay how do i how do i do it well the way that i actually do it is i just tried a bunch of different things and i've realized certain things work better than others so there's there's no magic this this is a skill um being able to be a good listener um i'm i don't 
do therapy as a therapist, but if you wanted to be a therapist, that's a kind of listening. There's, there's listening to get things correct. There's all sorts of listening. It's just a skill. And if you just uh, allocate the time or decide that you're going to work on it, then you'll get better at that skill, hopefully, as long as you're <laughs> using good resources. But there are, I'll point out that almost everybody is already good at making connection. So I hope that everybody has at some point had a really great conversation, probably with a really close friend where you've lost track of time. And, you know, afterwards, if somebody said, can you give me the, the show notes for that? You'd be like, yeah. I don't have any idea what we talked about. It just flew by, but I know it was awesome. Um, there's, there's physiological aspects of like eye contact, which, uh, which changes the physiology of your body. There's, there's all these things that, and you've experienced that, right? So everybody, you know how to do good conversation. The challenge is doing it on purpose. Like that's mm. what makes it tough. And exactly. Anytime that you say, and, and like, this is also easy to verify, call up your best friend and say, I'm going to come over or we're going to have a Zoom call. I'm going to come over on Tuesday at three o'clock. I'm going to bring a bottle of wine. We're going to sit down and we're going to have a half hour awesome conversation. It's going to be totally the best half, right? It's funny because you're like, that's not going to work. I mean, what if they're not free? As soon as you bring constraints in, which is exactly what we're doing with podcasting, you're making it so much harder. So yeah. anybody who is trying to have a good conversation over Zoom, don't beat yourself up about it because you really set yourself up. It's a challenging situation. I mean, it's necessary, but it's really hard to do this over podcasts or video. Yeah, but I think it's not only with podcasting, but it's even like, you know, when you have a meeting for... Right. Uh, okay, so a, here's, a, here's how you, you do it. For. So meeting, this is artificial. We're all getting together at 10 o'clock. We're going to have a staff meeting. And now you're thinking, I want to have a good conversation. Okay, so <laughs> the trick is... Just be genuine, like you can do the trick. It's like riding a bicycle. You can do the trick without thinking about it. All you have to do is actually be curious, actually be interested in the other person. Everything else is automatic. <laughs> I'm actually curious in what Oslam has to say. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a preconceived notion about, I really wanna talk about my project. I'm like, I don't know, what, what, what's going on with Oslam? How do you feel? Like if you are honestly interested in another person, you're really gonna have a good conversation. And maybe maybe your conversations aren't as good as my conversations, but then just keep practicing. But it's honesty, it's just be curious. So if you're honestly interested in the other person, you're gonna have a good conversation. That's your best chance, yeah. And I give you lots of tips on how to, how to work on that or like things to, to, I call them to do and to don't, like do these and don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, one of the handy ones is if you are thinking that you want to create conversations because you're trying to do something like get information or record them, do all of the prep work that you feel you need to do. So I call it loading the guest into my head. I do mm -hmm. it before all podcasts, anywhere from five minutes to six hours, depending on what's going on. And I think about nothing but that other person. And if you mm -hmm. think about, we all only have so many hours in a day, that really says a lot that I'm allocating time to the person before I'm even in their presence. Yeah. So do yeah. as much of that as yeah. you feel you need to, <clears throat> then crumble your notes up and don't bring your notes, right? Because when you went to your friend's house and had that awesome conversation when you were a kid, you didn't bring notes. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about, you just showed up with honest, a million things you wanted to share. So load it in your head and then trust your brain. Yeah, you you are actually already you already started before the conversation really 
started and you know by doing research about the person by for example what i do i listen to the podcast episodes with that person in any other podcast to see like you know what kind of person mm -hmm. is this how does she react you know how does she laugh and how quick does she give answers uh, how do you challenge her and all these things you're already you already have started and you know yeah i call that getting a read exactly the more that you do it <clears throat> so i'm gonna brag a little bit I can do this. It's like a it's like a circus trick. You can dump me in a room with somebody that I don't know at all and press record and say go. <clears throat> and I've actually practiced that intentionally. How long does it take you to get to the really good part of the conversation? And it's really painful. I'm going to wind up like sweating and it's tough and it's tricky. It's way easier to do it the other way. Think about it in advance, go in with a little bit of an idea. Um, but it's just a skill learning to read that other person as quickly as you can and listening to them in advance is a great way to do it, right? Do it on your own time. Um, but reading people is just a skill. And obviously I only you're supposed to be using these skills for good. Like you're not supposed to be reading people to <laughs> con them. But if you learn how to read someone, you pick up on, on things like, I mean, I've done well over 200 recorded conversations and things that I think are obvious. Other people don't notice like people come in the room and I've, I've had guests like run to the safe corner, like literally scurry away from my recording equipment and like hide. And I'm just like, okay, I've done something here. Like they're, they're anxious. So it's like, would you like a cup of tea? Or I've had guests who were, who like, I call it the safety pillow. <clears throat> they grab like a pillow off a chair mm -hmm. and then like hold it. And when you hear me say that, you're like, oh yeah, I recognize that behavior. But to actually notice when you were thinking, I want to have a good conversation with this person, but to actually see them that they're uncomfortable and then say, let's go get a cup of coffee because I know where the coffee shop is because I got here the day before. And then we go have a cup of coffee. Eh, it spends an extra hour, <clears throat> but we come back. Now they're caffeinated and jazzed up and awesome conversation. This is so funny that you say it because a good a good friend of mine says like you know he leads a lot of meetings in a, for a corporate and he says like you know when I see a lot of people are so serious so stressed mm. like this meeting they're going to talk about something special or whatever and then he says i just talk about mars what do you like like mars or snickers mm -hmm. twix or just mm. to change the topic into in something totally else what everyone knows you know most people know i think 99.9 percent yes. about mars snickers twix and mm -hmm. then like no i ate twix when i was a child and you ate mars when you were oh yeah and then you just calm a little bit down you are in feel okay let's just now talk about the topic we were going to talk about but right. not with this seriousness yeah you're connecting first before trying to start transmitting information back and forth in a meeting context e exactly exactly and actually what we just did you know before we started we know each other of course but before we started this conversation we were talking about you know some stereo and all to do a live recordings gear you know which i don't understand that much of but one thing greg you have a conversation with the person and um wait no i forgot this look look this is like <laughs> i i just wanted to ask you something look this is what's happening with me now um but i'm going to point out no, this happens yeah. in your best conversation with your friends too and yeah, it's exactly. just not weird as long as you don't make Exa it weird it's not weird exactly. it's a human being right? i i should not edit this out at all but i was <laughs> i should not edit. i'm not gonna edit this out i was gonna ask um what do you do when you have a conversation not as a podcaster but as a friend or someone that you know a colleague can be uh, i don't know someone you uh, you meet on the street 
I don't know if you do that these days. Uh, very rarely, all this but yes. <laughs> it is I a still, thing. I still do uh, because I talk to people. Uh, when you hit something that this person has a totally different viewpoint than you are having. And, you know, as a podcaster, what I do, you know, I, I, I listen, I'm curious to learn about mm. from that person. Like, oh, oh, you look at it this way. I never thought about it this way. But, you know, sometimes when I'm with friends or when I'm with some people, I'm like, you know, but I really think differently, you know. But how do you still make sure you give that person some space to be him or herself and to just express what he thinks i think this is a very important topic especially in these times yeah, absolutely that's a great important topic um first an aside walking down the street and run, randomly running into people i want to remind everybody that when you smile it's not just your mouth that smiles if you smile or don't i can tell that whether or not you have a face mask on so please remember to smile at people even when we're all wearing face masks because we we've, we're like turning each other into lepers or scarlet letter branded mm. people by walking around each other and not smiling and just just try to remind yourself it's better to be the person that smiled than the person who didn't smile back so just when you're passing on the street please smile at each other more often <laughs> that's one thing we all need to do more of um, having said that i find that all, all you have to do is be sensitive to what the other person is feeling that's, that's not easy to do but if you can and i said create better conversations to spread understanding and compassion is my mission. If you follow your curiosity and you're just simply listening, you're, you have your ears on and you begin to be sensitive to what does that person need or what are they feeling? Then you'll find that your curiosity will, will win out over your urge to broadcast or your urge to explain. Emotionally or, react maybe. Yeah. Now, well now emotional reaction is also important. So if, if somebody is, um, I don't want to go into like crazy examples, but if somebody is, I call that emoting. If I hear someone and they're, what they're communicating is emotion rather than content, I mean, yes, they're going to be using words, but if what they're really trying to do is blow off steam or they really just need to have a good cry or whatever it is, then it, it actually may be necessary for you to show emotion as well. Otherwise, you're like the weird, you know, Mr. Spock. And that that doesn't work either. You have mm. to you have to be human, right? You have to allow yourself to emote, to to be emotional in, and it might not be the same way. Maybe they need you to be super serious, you know, or they need you to get angry in in not in response to, but in parallel with their anger, so that they can vent their righteous indignation, and then afterwards we can go have a beer or whatever. Yeah. So it's really, I think it's really about being curious enough to try and understand, to empathize what. What is this person trying to share? Because every time I do that, it works out great. I wind up shutting up more and I hear what they're saying and then the emotion happens. Like I don't have to think, oh, I need to be angry. And I find myself getting angry. <laughs> that, this is how people are. Like you, you automatically empathize. So that's, I really think there's, there are skills that you can develop, but it really isn't like you have to learn anything that you don't already know. You just have to do it over and over and over. Um, 
And for me, so you don't mindful, need to learn it, but you need to do it over and over and over and over again because we all most things we all know, right? We yeah. just the practice makes a difference. Yeah. Now, I mean, if you're not, I, I wouldn't say I'm a professional podcast. I don't make all my money from podcasting, but okay, let's say I'm a professional podcaster. Okay, then I need to do it intentionally. I need to try and schedule as many of these as I can a week so that I can practice my skill. If, if that's not what you're doing, if you, you know, people listening, if you just want to have great conversations, just start being more mindful. You don't have to do what I do, which is take notes and then review my notes afterwards and think about how did that go? You don't have to do that. You can just show up, you know, on the street, in a coffee shop, on a Zoom call, and just show up, be your authentic self, be curious, be honest. And eventually you're going to start being self-aware of the kind of thing that turns people off. So I can talk a lot. I have a lot of words that turns people off. So I was like, hmm, maybe if I talk less, just make space. Like that's what I needed to do. So everybody's gonna have their own thing that they feel, well, the world would be better if there was less of this and more of this from me. So, you, you know what I would like to achieve actually, um, Greg, you know, I, I haven't been, I did not follow the news that much about, you know, especially the pandemic, because, you know, there are so many different opinions, things and all going on. Uh, I just followed it like, okay, what is the rule now? Okay, what is the regulation now? All these things. And few, I decided, I think one month ago, to uh, let me just check the news. Let me check the social media. <laughs> I people. missed anything important. <laughs> <laughs> people talking about the pandemic. Uh, in mean, meanwhile, you know, my family members, they had all Corona, uh, COVID. Um, but in the two days I checked, I was so in shock with, <laughs> now I'm not kidding you, I was so in shock of especially I think the reaction of people towards each other because I felt so much that you know, everyone has a strong opinion mm. about a particular thing and I believe that I'm kind of in between, I'm not like fully pro, fully cro con or something, you know, I'm just kind of being in between. Um, but especially about you know being and not being vaccinated but i actually uh, instead of s observing great conversations in uh, trying to understand each other there is a kind of a defense towards each other like hey craig you're vaccinated do 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 Uslam, you're not vaccinated do, 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 do. by the way i'm happy to say that i am vaccinated but it could be also like that i was not vaccinated you know i i don't pay that huge attention to it honestly and but there was a post from a um column writer you know they, they posted on instagram from a very um, popular uh, Dutch newspaper and this guy writes about people that are not vaccinated and then what happens is a lot of people write him back you know some reactions are like amazing written yes. well done more of this some some, are, some other reactions are oh my god that's for nothing you 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 are this kind of person mm -hmm. and and actually he also writes about the people that are not vaccinated. Oh, and you guys are. La, 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 la. This is so much happening. I know, by the way, we are not COVID experts or something. 
but <laughs> you are <laughs> saying but i know that you have had so many conversations and i'm having a lot of conversations you know my passion is really uh, connecting to people how could we maybe i ask it for myself even have a con good conversation with a connection with someone that has a totally different viewpoint than mm. I have. That would be, and I agree with you, I want to have those conversations as well. That is probably one of the best conversations one could have, right? Yeah. As a rhetorical question for everybody, when was the last time you changed your mind about something? That's if you want to ask a guest in a podcast a really hard mm. question, ask them that. It's really hard. Like, I'm not even sure I know an answer for myself. And that should raise a flag because that means that you, if you've never changed your mind, that means you were born with all the correct answers and all the knowledge of the universe, which we know can't be right. So it's important that you be open to the idea of being wrong. And mm. for me personally, and I didn't make this, this is, I, I don't know who to quote or who to say, but this is not stuff I've thought of. I know for me, when I find I'm wrong about something, I actually go, ooh, that's interesting. Tell me more. Like, wait, what? I'm wrong? Like, I want to know where those are. That's how you find the unknown unknowns. I did not realize that, you know, there was an Omicron variant of this thing. And it's like, anytime you find out something that tells you you're wrong, that's great. So if you encounter somebody, setting aside, of course, physical danger or, you know, it's like sane situations. If you find somebody who disagrees with you very strongly, if you can figure out how to have an, an honest, um, authentic conversation with that person, I'll tell you, it's going to be hard. I'll get into the why. If you can do that, that's going to be one of the greatest conversations you ever had. You're going to walk away. Your brain's going to be like, what? You're going to be like sweating from all the energy that your brain is using. Like that's going to be a really good conversation. You might never get your point across. You might not change their mind, but that's going to introduce you to things that you would have never encountered before. So that's the first thing. Yeah. You're, you're spot on. I would like more of that. The hard part is, um, I think too many people look at the things that they believe. Well, people don't do this on purpose. It just is how it is. They look at the things that they believe and that's part of who they are. I love this football team, whether you want American or Europe, like I, I am this religion or I am this type of, you know, or like my state for your, my country. It's like, and they think of them themselves. They think of those beliefs as themselves. Yeah. So if, if something comes up, which goes against that belief, they feel like they have to change who they are. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you, and this is who you really are, which is really, you're just a thinking thing trapped in your head, right? If, which is free to change its mind and change its beliefs or to decide, no, that belief is definitely still valid. I'm keeping that one, but this turns out it was wrong. If you, if you look at it more like a, you are a person whose like role is to go experience, to go have honest conversations and to learn, then it's not so scary. And mm -hmm. that takes away a lot of the black and white, you know, I don't want to say left versus right, but like right versus wrong or, you know, yes versus no. It's like most of the world doesn't work that way in reality. Most things are somewhere on a spectrum. Um, I don't know if it was Bertrand Russell who said, um, the problem, one of the problems of the world is that one of the problems with the world is that fools and fanatics, um, are so sure of themselves that they always mm -hmm. speak and people who are actually wise, like hold their, they hold their thoughts back. Like they keep mm -hmm. things to themselves because they're not quite sure. And that mm -hmm. means that the noise, and I don't mean noise negatively. I just mean like the, the noise print print 
online, audio, whatever, all this, the noise comes from the people who are sure of themselves. So this means that there is this vast middle, which is all the way right out to the very edges, but not yeah. mostly on the edges. That's pretty quiet because they're like, well, yeah, I, I see that. And I see that other point of view. And yeah, I think for me, I'm kind of over here, but I'm not really sure. I kind of like to have a conversation with that person who thinks differently, but I'm not, you know, that person I'm describing isn't shouting on social networks. Um, so I think as soon as you realize that what you're seeing or hearing is extreme, yeah. because that's the kind of person who would share, I'm yeah. not saying that's necessarily wrong, but yeah. that's a different way of being than like being more thoughtful about it. Um, now, all that being said, there's more information than any one person can know, right? Like it's just, you can't, it's not going to all fit in your head. So everybody is going to have some things that they're super passionate about. I'm really interested in conversation. Somebody out there is super passionate about virology. Somebody else is into astronomy. Somebody else is into or agriculture. Those people are going to get really into that. And it's up to those people to figure out how to communicate to everybody else. Yeah. So if you talk to a virologist and he's just like incomprehensible, you're like, well, I, yeah okay <laughs> i i actually like you know what you said about i think uh, you thought that Bert, i can't say this bertrand name. russell i, I exactly, believe that's ex exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly sorry for my articulation anyhow what i meant to say is like you know what he said about you know being in the middle somewhere is sometimes better like because you're i'm not fully sure but you know i can say no or i can say yes but you know being in the middle you know there's for example a um story about a bamboo tree you know when there's a hurricane and a and you have like this big huge oak tree very yeah. strong knows what he wants and boom and then when the hurricane comes the uh, oak tree falls down but the bamboo tree is just going right left right left right left right left and just keeps standing there after the hurricane because it was so flexible but i want to ask you then this craig what was when was the last time that you had changed your mind? <laughs> <laughs> the danger of telling people good questions is they ask them of you. Um, oh, that's tricky. That's tricky. Uh, okay, without spending too much time thinking, let me go into my thinking space. Mm, okay, here's one. I don't know if this is the most recent, but this is one that's top of mind. Um, the Movers Mindset Project currently has uh, a giant podcast. I think it would take you seven days to listen to it all, just nonstop. But it also has a community, and or I wanted it to have a community. It doesn't have a very active one. And I've recently decided that I'm trying to do the wrong thing, that maybe, I believe now maybe, what I should do is help people discover things about the universe in general or movement or whatever I decide to focus on, help them discover things so that they can reflect on them, which might lead them to change in their mind. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not trying to change their mind. I just want them to be more reflective. Um, and that's very different from creating a community. And uh, that's like a, like, Ooh, that, that's me changing my mind about what I think a big project should be trying to accomplish. Um, and I'm not sure I have more to unpack about that, but that's something that's because then, well, if I, if that's true, if I've changed my mind, whoa, I got a lot of work to do. I have whole new things to change and I have to figure out how would I do that new thing that I'm now imagining. Um, so that's one, um, that I can think of off the top of my head.
Okay. Do you have a question for me, Craig? What's something that you think is true that you think most people would disagree with you about? Which is true that most people will disagree with me about. Okay. Since we're doing really hard questions. But, but most people, right? You said uh -huh. most people. Right. Not all, but most. Not well. Okay. We don't do black and white. We <laughs> Oh yeah, this one I think, I strongly believe if you say I want something so much, so much, but it doesn't happen, you know, then you try find some, yeah, but you know, my, I don't know, whatever, the country where I live in, the financial situation, my partner, whatever, the audio, the gear. <laughs> <laughs> I call that yeah but <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It doesn't happen. And I truly believe you didn't want it that much. That's why you don't want it. And and you think actually you want it, but you don't want it. You don't You're want it. That's yeah, and, 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 and I would like to give actually one example of that, which I really loved so much. I read it a few years ago in a book. It was about Zen monks. There was this monk. He goes to the master trainer. He said, hey, train me. I really like the way you are, the, you know, the, how you are Zen. Train me. And okay, and the trainer, the master trainer. I don't know if it's the master trainer, but someone that is training. I don't know if the name is right. that, you know? <laughs> Just trying to make sure I'm not using the wrong words. No, it's okay. And he says, okay, tomorrow, 4.30, before sunrise, you just come to the beach. And then the monk thinks like, hey, why are we going to 4.30 before sunrise to the beach? For what? And he goes there, but, you know, I'm waiting for you. He goes there and... Uh, the master trainer says like, hey, you want it so much? Okay. You want to be trained by me? Okay. But how much do you want it? I want it a lot. And what the master trainer does is he takes the head of the monk. I don't know if this is a true story, by the way, puts it under the water. And you know, the person can't breathe. He's almost being choked, you know, and you know, can't breathe. And then he just, with all his power, he puts his head up. And then the master trainer says, if you want something, you want you need to want it as much as you were under this water. And breathe. it does need to be with an action, you know, with this power, but really from an inside inner feeling, you really want need to want it, then it will happen. And I believe if you want something, whatever that is, as Paolo Coelho would say, and the whole you, if you want something, the whole universe conspires helping to you happen. to achieve it. And it's next to my, uh, it's here in front of Inside, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I would agree with you on that. I, I'm, I think I'm going to be in the minority of agreeing with you. And I, I do think that a mm -hmm. lot of people would disagree with you. But yeah, I, I agree with you because, um, well, aside from I've seen it happen in my own life. But I, I think it's also, there's just so much that you don't realize you're doing. And when you're thinking positively about something, thinking about like, yeah, I can do that. You find all the things that make it hard and you just like, well, how would I go around that? Or what would success look like? Or what would done be? And you just, you kind of find your way there. So I, yeah. I would agree with you, but I think that's a good answer. 
Yeah. So, and the last question, Craig. If you're you, way over time, right? <laughs> I know I'm so over time, but it's such a good conversation. I just forgot the time, and it's fine. You know, this is what we want to have. Um, do you have time, by the way? Yeah, still? I don't have anywhere yeah. I have to go. I think I have a like I have two hours till I have another podcast. Recording. Okay, now we do five more minutes, few more minutes. <laughs> if you could take the listener of the Bridging Podcast on a bridge where they would experience something new, maybe something familiar to what they already had experienced, where would that be? <laughs> and I'm guessing you don't mean that it has to necessarily be a physical, literal place? No. <clears throat> uh, yeah. In terms, of, in terms of listening, having great conversations, or anything else, you decide. That's hard. Okay, I'm gonna assume that people listening are pretty awake. Like they would have to be interested in listening to some degree to even be listening to this, right? So I think the place that I would love for you to go is to see the magic when the conversation that you started, I mean like literally in a space with someone, to see it go somewhere that you weren't planning. And I don't just mean the topic. I mean, it literally goes somewhere else. So you start having a conversation with someone because this is so much fun when it happens and their energy riffing off your energy. is just so contagious. You like you attract the satellite and all of a sudden there's a third person and then it takes on a life of its own. And this thing that you arguably started and then you just kind of like take a half a step back and you're like, wow, look at that because then you're freed from having to actually do anything. You can just like sit there and now you just get to be in the swimming pool, you know, while the polo match is happening or whatever. You can just like be there and enjoy it. So I think that's a, a fairly rare thing for you to get it, for one, to get a chance to see the conversation go, I'm gonna say away from you. You fit your friends or something and there's five people in the room, five people can have a cool conversation, but you're still in it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it'd be really cool if you got a chance to, to feel what it's like when it, when it goes there, you leave the room, you come back, it's like still going on. You're like, this is really cool. I'm not, I missed, I don't know what we're even talking about now. So that's, I think that'd be cool. If you had a chance to create a conversation, you started it, maybe you did it on purpose. You start that conversation and then it, it like outgrows you or moves beyond you. That that's a fun thing to experience. So maybe go there. Nice one. Thank you so much. Where can people find you, Greg? Uh, in far too many places for my own good. Just go to Constantine.name and everything is linked from there. Constantine.name. We will put it in the episode notes. Thank you so much for this great, honest conversation. My pleasure. That's, that's the trick. It's just my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good one. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. If you have loved it, please leave a review. If you did not love it, please also leave a review. And so I can make a better one next time. And if you want to know more about the workshops and courses I am teaching, visit my website, ozkanozlem.com. I will spell it for you. It's a Turkish name. O-Z-K-A-N-O-Z-L-E-M.com. May you be the best version of yourself today. Bye for now.